welcome back to the Birth Class Podcast, where we're ditching the typical childbirth education and instead using that knowledge is power approach to take back control of our birth experience. I'm your host, Lizzie Bolliger, childbirth educator, fierce birth advocate, and a mama with three unmedicated hospital births under her belt. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to the show, moms. Today, we're going to talk about membrane sweeps as requested by you. Um, This week, I think it was on Monday, I put a question box on my Instagram stories asking you what you want to hear on the podcast. And I kind of got in a podcast like rut. And really, it's just been like high stress on me blocking out my creativity and then also my perfectionism creeping in like i need to record a podcast when i don't have kids bothering me when i don't have the baby in the same room as me when i don't have laundry going in the background which i have laundry going in the background right now but as i was waiting for all of these things to not be happening i was also not recording podcasts and getting behind and then the high stress blocking out my creativity blah 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 so here we are i got some great topic requests from you over on instagram and it sparked my creativity and i put them all in my podcast trello board i have a ton of great ideas and i already picked five and started outlining the next five that are coming your way and i'm feeling more inspired and more excited to be on here talking. So that's great. So let's get to today's topic. WTF is a membrane sweep. Like it sounds so weird, like sweep, like we're gonna, we're gonna sweep. Like I'm picturing a broom, like what are we doing with the broom? So we're gonna talk about what a membrane sweep is. It's also called uh, membrane stripping sometimes, or it's sometimes called, called a stretch and sweep. So what is it? Membrane sweeping is a mechanical method of labor induction, meaning it's drug-free, it's unmedicated, but it involves a mechanical assistance, in this case, the use of hands, of the provider's hands. So it involves your provider inserting one or two fingers into your vagina, through your cervix if your cervix is dilated. So you actually can't have a membrane sweep if your cervix is not dilated at all. Um, And even if it's dilated a little bit, if the provider can fit one finger through the cervix, they can do a sweep. So they insert one or two fingers into the vagina through the cervix and then use a continuous circular sweeping motion to gently separate the amniotic sac, which surrounds your baby and holds the waters, it's separating that sac from the cervix and the lower part of the uterus. So let's visualize this real quick. Imagine you have an orange and you peel off a piece of the peel of the flesh of the orange. So there's like a a small hole in the orange. Okay. That's your dilated cervix. So there's the hole that the fingers are going to go in. Now you're going to place your finger into that hole in between the peel and the membranes of the orange itself. 
you can insert your finger in there and then sweep it around in that circular motion. You just did a membrane sweep to an orange. Okay. So that's kind of what it's like. And we're going to get to some of the risks in a second, but like, what are you imagining is going to happen when you do that to that orange? Like the juice is going to go everywhere. <laughs> um, of course, you know, our anatomy is a little different than an orange. Our amniotic sac hopefully is nice and strong um, for the case of not breaking your waters during a membrane sweep, which spoiler alert is one of the risks. So let's go ahead and move on to the next question. Why would we do a membrane sweep? So a membrane sweep is a, it is a form of induction and it's performed in the hopes that it increases your body's natural release of hormones that contribute to labor starting to your, your cervix ripening and softening and dilating. Um, and it also, so when we call it the stretch and sweep, so not only is that sweeping motion happen, but it happening, but it also stretches your cervix a little bit during the procedure, which is stretch and sweep, um, which can also cause some of those hormones, prostaglandins and oxytocin to release. And those are the hormones that start labor. So we do a membrane sweep in hopes that it kind of kickstarts labor. Of course, it depends what week you are, right? <laughs> and how effective it's going to be. We're going to get to efficacy in just a minute. So when, when providers are doing that, they're hoping that it's going to kickstart labor or in the least it's going to help soften and ripen the cervix so that you can get to dilating. And then bonus, if we get some contractions going in there and labor actually starts in hopes to avoid a more formal induction. Usually we usually do membrane sweeps to avoid the induction that comes along with being 41 or 42 weeks. Uh, membrane sweeps are performed during cervical checks and they must be consented to. We're going to talk about the unconsented membrane sweep in a second. Um, the great thing about the, the membrane sweep is that it doesn't require you to go to labor and delivery. You just do it and then you go home. Um, so that is one benefit of it being like a form of induction that you can just, I don't want to say casual because it's not casual. It is a form of induction. So does the membrane sweep work? We're going to look at a few different categories based on the evidence. And I'm just very briefly summarizing the evidence here. If you want more info, you want to really deep dive into this evidence, make sure you check out the show notes because I will link um, to a podcast episode that does a really great job um, breaking down the evidence for you. So um, Cochrane... Cochrane did like a meta-analysis of 40 different studies on membrane sweeps, and 17 of those 40 looked at the effects of membrane sweeping on the spontaneous onset of labor and found that on average, it's more likely that labor will start on its own when you have the membrane sweep. 16 studies reported on whether or not the, the patients needed to have an induction of labor after having a membrane sweep. And they found that women in the membrane sweeping group were less likely to have an induction. However, this evidence is not great evidence. Um, if you listen to the, the link that I will put in the show notes, she explains a little better on why it's not great evidence, but it's very low certainty. So 
Is it effective in encouraging labor to start on its own? Eh. It, it kind of is, but we don't have great evidence to um, show that. Now, the other thing to consider is, will it help ripen and soften uh, your cervix to hopefully promote your cervix dilating? So there's even less data on if membrane sweeping can help ripen the cervix or soften the cervix. In one of the studies, there was 165 participants uh, with low Bishop scores that got uh, a membrane sweep and they found a significant increase in the average bis Bishop score after 48 hours. So 48 hours after having the membrane sweep, there was a significant increase in their Bishop score. If you're not familiar with the Bishop score, that is um, how we rate your cervix if it's ready for labor. And so this one study out of the 40 that actually looked at how ripe the cervix was found that after 48 hours, those with the membrane sweep were had a higher score than those who did not have the membrane sweep. So that is some more data for you. Now, the thing you need to consider when you are choosing if you want a membrane sweep or not, you have to weigh the risks and the benefits. So there's the benefits. It may, <laughs> it might help labor start um, or it might not. And now what are the risks? So the sweep without consent is the biggest risk here. So even if you don't want, if you've done the weighing of the risks and the benefits, you have to still watch out for the sweep without consent. So some providers consider a membrane sweep to be a routine part of the late term cervical checks. So it's really important that you tell your provider your stance on membrane sweeps and on cervical checks, because it could very well be that you agree to a cervical check um, or you go along with a cervical check and then your provider does a membrane sweep without even asking you or without even telling you. And I talk more about cervical checks and declining cervical checks um, in a series of episodes. If you check out episode 15, 16, 18, and 20, I believe those are all the correct numbers of episodes. Um, I talk about cervical checks like in late pregnancy, at admissions, and while you're in labor, and some reasons that you might want to decline those. Um, so watch out for the membrane sweep without consent. Make sure you are being very explicit with what with what you want and what you don't want with your provider beforehand. Um, and the biggest drawback and the biggest con in my eyes of the sweep is the small risk of your membranes breaking. Remember when we visualized that orange and there was juice everywhere because you like busted the membrane of the orange? Well, that can happen um, with a membrane sweep as well. I mean, the risk is pretty low. I don't have the number in front of me right now, but it can happen. And why is this bad? Well, now we've opened up the womb for infection and now labor really does need to start soon. Um, when we break the bag of waters, um, and very often your provider will want to induce you right then and there, because that's typically what they do when you have that premature rupture of membranes. Um, and then another risk another con of having the membrane sweep is a lot of women report that the membrane sweep triggers some contractions um which which we want but we want it to trigger we want it to con trigger we want it to trigger contractions that are actual labor so what's happening a lot of the times is women are getting the sweep and it's irritating their cervix a little bit um so they have some 
irregular contractions that are uncomfortable and they're interfering with your ability to rest or sleep. Um, it's giving you that false alarm where you think, oh, this has got to be it. This has got to be labor. Um, and it's not. It's just a little bit of irritation uh, from that membrane sweep. So that's another con of, of agreeing to a sweep. Um, and so what about the membrane sweep from a physiological or like an unmedicated point of view? This is my favorite way to look at birth. The membrane sweep is absolutely an intervention. It's an intervention. It's unmedicated. Yes, it doesn't use drugs or pharmaceuticals, but it is not a part of physiological birth. Um, the fact that it is unmedicated could make it a good option for you. Like if you're getting very close to 42 weeks and you're feeling pressured um, to have a more formal medicated induction, doing this unmedicated option before that as a last ditch effort is not a bad idea. Um, but it is absolutely an intervention. And I personally, this is my, you know, my opinion here is you shouldn't be doing it at 40 weeks. You shouldn't be doing it at 41 weeks. It should be at, you know, 41 and four or five, six days. Right. Um, and I also side note, don't think that you should get induced just because you're 42 weeks. Right. But I, I understand feeling that pressure from providers or getting possibly risked out of a birth center or a home birth. Um, so yeah, if you liked this episode, that was it. That was everything on WTF is a membrane sweep. Um, if you like this episode, this was a really good preview of the kind of information that you get inside of Unmedicated Academy. Uh, I, I think it's so, so important that you know your options, you know the risks, not just the benefits of the interventions, you know the evidence, and also that we come at everything from that unmedicated and physiological point of view because our preferences for birth matter and they are more important than what the evidence says, what your provider wants you to do, what their clinical expertise shows. Um, maternal satisfaction is number one. So if it's really important to you to have an unmedicated birth, well, then don't let them do a membrane sweep. Don't let them push you into a membrane sweep or an induction or, or anything for that matter. Um, but anyways, this is exactly the kind of information that you get inside of Unmedicated Academy on everything, not just membrane sweets. And also, this is the kind of content you're going to be getting inside of my next free birth class called Take Back Your Birth. And it's a free three-day event all about empowerment in your unmedicated hospital birth. So if that is something you want to check out, go to fiercelizzy.com slash take back your birth and grab a spot. We start on March 23rd. So I will see you there. And as always, if you liked this episode, please share it with a friend so we can spread some, you know, evidence-based, physiological-based good information. Um, or if you could take a minute to rate and review the podcast, I would appreciate it so, 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 so much. And stay fierce, moms. I'll see you next week.